Luke and Lewis on the Fox, we have uh, what is feeling like a really good show today, according to Radio Mike. Uh, that said, that is quote. just what he said before we there. He goes, man, you guys should be really confident going into today's show. <laughs> yeah, and I was feeling like, like a really good show, guys. No, does that mean other Sundays when we come in and do this show, we should be feeling <laughs> nervous coming into the show? I must admit there's some Sundays where you guys are not prepared at all. Mate, <laughs> right, that's every Sunday. Every Sunday, man. And hey, man, why do you always go red when we bring you up on the radio? It's almost been a year. It's time to just step up and realise that you're part of the show, all right? <laughs> Sometimes we may reference you. But hey, I'm feeling good about today's show as well. Louis. Yeah. I was going to say it, into, but Mike took the words right out of my mouth. Now, <laughs> um, up next, it is a big show. Two reasons. Up next, uh, I found a new passion on oh, the... we actually know what we're doing. That's pretty good. I actually have found a new passion. I spent three hours doing this yesterday, mm. and I won. I want to get a crew together to do it with me. Also... Yep. Uh, someone in my local area has lost something very dear to them, yes. and we're going to help them retrieve it. And Andy Lee is on the show, going to be talking about True Story. Yeah, it's a monumental show. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> so, so is Mike, so am I. It's all going to be good. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Uh, Luke is in here, and uh, he's gotten about three inches taller because yes. you've put on your rollerblades. Yes. Uh, I don't often get out the rollerblades, but you know what? I have kept them in my car for the last six months, and Lewis can attest to this. Sometimes yeah. he goes, hey, man, why do you have rollerblades in the car? Still. And I say, because I blade, man, but I don't actually do it <laughs> that much. You don't really blade well, that I much. Well, I want to. I've been meaning to for ages. I did for a bit, and then I guess, you know, that was I was seven. And then I, uh, I grew out of Everyone my had a rollerblading phase when they were seven. Yes, but I've since uh, got some adult blades, uh, which most people move on from. Yeah. Uh, I've gone back. And yesterday I rediscovered my love of blading uh, through a mutual friend of ours, Louis Frenchie. Yes. Uh, he's one of our good mates. And we were, he hit me up saying, because we've been meaning to blade for about a year and a half now. Well, he's bringing the blading trend back. Yes. Really? He's trying to start a movement called making, uh, Make Blading Great Again. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's... It's going well. We're talking about it on the radio now, so um, it's going well. And yeah, we bladed for three hours yesterday. We bladed from Carlton to Federation Square, and, and you're still back. not sick of it. No way. And I thought I'd pull up sore as well. And I'm blading around the studio right now. And dude, I think I prefer it. Well, I don't know if I prefer it's more you doing than it walking in man. the studio. <laughs> Because uh, our producer is following you around. The with only a problem is that I am now over the other side of the studio and I can't slow down. I don't have brakes. <laughs> I don't have brakes on the blade, so I well, just have yeah. to keep. And also, I keep tripping over the microphone cord. Yeah, I. I I'm but not sure dude, in the streets, there's no mics, man. It's just me and the blades. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I don't know why you've brought it into the studio because our poor producer has to follow well, you around, holding the cable my to thing. make sure you don't trip. Here's on Here's my it. conundrum: is that. I asked you yesterday if you want to come blading with Frenchie and I, yeah. and he's from Sydney, right? So I don't have any Melbourne mates who blade. Blading is a group activity. It is. I'm not really blading alone, but I would. Like, I was doing it around the stu- like around the offices and the studios before the show, but um, I would prefer to have a crew with me, you know? Yeah, but unfortunately, man, like, I really want to join you on this blading escapade, but I have been looking everywhere for size 13 blades, and yeah. they just don't make them. It's either, like, size 1 for children or... Yes. Like the most average size. Yeah, which is me. Yeah. I've got average size feet. I'm, I think I'm about it. I think there's a size 12 blades. Yeah. So that you've just missed out here. But so this is why we're talking about is 131060. Do you want to join my blade crew? <laughs> Are you in Melbourne? Do you want to blade with me? Because I got no friends to blade with at the moment. It's something Finally, I want to take Finally, you're the up. one without friends. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, you you know what? Long shot, though. But do you roll a blade? Here's the criteria to the blade crew. You must have your own blades. Obviously, we're a blade crew. All yeah. right? You can't have... Uh, and, and you must be... You must hate skateboarding as well. And it's these an are roller blades, mode. not cutlery. Yes. And not roller skates either. So blades are like the ones where it's like the wheels are in a line. Built for speed, not for dancing. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, 13, 10, 60, do you want to join my blade crew? You got to tell me why you want to join. I, I'm, I'm assuming there's like, I was about to say we're getting a lot of callers. No one's called yet, <laughs> but. 13, 10, 60. But there'll be, I'm sure there'll be a lot of demand here. So you're going to have to have a damn good reason. Oh, there why you go. You there's join. one caller, man. One call. Oh, they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> they were just teasing us. <laughs> So 131060, give us a call if you want to You're join You're going to tell Luke's us why, crew. and you must have your own blades, and you must be ready to skate in the next week with me. Sorry, blade, not skate. Uh, and yeah, let's let's blade it up. Join my crew. We'll think of a crew name. And also, you must have a blade name. My blade name is Ace of Blades. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at Lewis on the phone. Give us a call on 131060 if you would like to join Luke Hidgel's rollerblade crew. Yeah, I'm trying to start a Melbourne crew up. I uh, don't have any friends here that rollerblade. I've recently discovered yesterday that I found uh, a passion a new passion of mine of rollerblading. Mm. I did it for three hours yesterday. Didn't pull up sore. Still feel good about it. And I would say I prefer it to walking. Well, I'd say if you were walking for three hours, you'd be real sore. I'd be tired. But man, when you're rolling down, we were rolling down Swanson Street. Just and um, yeah, there was like a few protests going. Mm. We rollerbladed through. Uh, a men's rights activist group, and then uh, a feminist group protesting that protest. We just rollerbladed through and did the you police like, in between. Did you kind of... high, oh, dude, I high-fived a police officer. <laughs> did you, like, please both sides and unite them a little bit for the yeah, love we of rollerblades? Yeah, we were just like, oh, no, we're, we're, we're blades rights activists, so we were just, like, <laughs> trying to, you know, we had our own motive, but, yeah. like, we're just trying to bring, bring our blading back. Now, this is, of course, with my friend Frenchie, mm-hmm. uh, who is a big rollerblading fanatic. Uh, yes. He's pretty big on the Wollongong scene. Mm-hmm. He has his own crew up there, but... So so we don't get to blade together much. It's the so gong thought, crew. Hey, let's start uh, up a blading crew in Melbourne. Uh, Yasmin, you want to join my rollerblading crew? Yes. And uh, how long have you been blading for? Uh, three years and a bit. Wow, that's almost two years and two, uh, 364 days more than me. <laughs> you got a lot of experience. You got a lot of experience. Yasmin. What's your top speed? Um, I'm not sure, but really fast. Mine's really about fast. Uh, 18 kilometers an hour. Mm. We need to get the speed gun out and test it. Yeah, we'll go one of those Hot Wheels ones <laughs> because, you know, I don't think we were going faster than 25. And do you have, like, uh, what's, what's, like, your code name to join the crew? Um, we have here, um, it was, uh, was Speed Racer, is that what it was? Yeah. Speed right. Racer. What do you reckon Speed Racer? Speed Racer is good. The crew? My one's Ace of Blades, uh, <laughs> which is better. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like, no offense. Like, but I'm, but I'm happy to like take the crown of the coolest name in the crew. That doesn't bother me. Okay, so you can be the I coolest like... name, and Yasmin can be like the fastest because she's speed racing. Well, I think, I mean, I'm better at names, but she's clearly better at rollerblading. So mm-hmm. when we rock up to like, uh, you know, versus other crews, rival crews, or something like that, Yasmin can like impress them with a trick, and I'll be like, "What up? My name's Ace of Blades," and they'll <laughs> well, be like, "That's all Man, you need." Both of them mean business, and yeah. I probably won't even have to blade. Well, hey, congratulations, Jasmine. You're in the crew. Uh, Debbie, welcome to the show. Uh, you want to join Luke's blading crew? Yes, please. Hang on, I'm just blading <laughs> yes, backwards. All right, well, uh, we just need an interview. Uh, Luke, do you have any questions for Debbie? <laughs> hey, Debbie, how long have you been rollerblading for? What's your experience? Oh, I'm showing my age, uh, 25 years. <laughs> what? 25, and you're still blading? Yep, and my rollerblades are 23 years old. You were blading wow. when I, I wasn't even on this earth. That <laughs> is oh, experience. Great. Thank you very much. Hey, no, Debbie, that's great. I'm, 
Do the wheels even spin if they're 23 years old? <laughs> yes. They're K2s. Mate, they're you get a bit of WD-40 in there. Us bladers, man. If you look after your blades. Hey, man, you've been blading for a day. Stop acting like an <laughs> expert, all right? Hey, man, you haven't bladed in your life, so what would you know? All right. <laughs> all right. Well, Debbie, I think you're in the crew. What's your, do you have a code name in mind? Yeah. Uh, Chocker Roller. Chocker Roller. Chocker Roller. I like that. Well, and Debbie, you are like, you are literally, and let, let's not be immature here, but you are the master blader, all right? You are. <laughs> I didn't say the mother. Thank you. The master's much better. Yeah, that's You good. are. You're like, that's great. I know, and it's great to have you on the crew. Whereabouts do you usually blade? I live in Glen Iris, so just. So just around the local area. And do you like blade to the shops or are you like a competitive blader? Oh, no, no, just recreational. Recreationally. So uh, would you like everyone to blade along the Yarra or like... Yeah, sure. Where's the best place, Where's the best blading place in Melbourne? Where would you recommend? Start from Port Melbourne Yacht Club and then head to St Kilda. <laughs> She's got a whole map. You know, you know, Steph, hey, have you ever bladed through uh, Federation Square? <laughs> no. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Quite cobbly. Uh, really hard to blade. <laughs> also, so, lots of protests. Yeah, we won't yeah, start gonna... our headquarters there. But uh, yeah, but hey, Debbie, great to have you on board. Um, would love to see you in my crew one day. And yeah, let's let's start a revolution in Melbourne. Make blading great again. Do you have a name for the crew, Luke? Um, no, I don't. Uh-huh. So uh, are you really that good at names? But, well, mate, it's early days, all right? Uh, w- 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 what would you call us? Early days, early blades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the fox. Luke, uh, you saw something amazing on the way in, did you? On the way in, right near my house, uh, I saw a sign on a post. Now, often when you see these like signs, for it might be like something for sale or starting a band or something like that. A popular one's a lost dog, lost cat. People put a Eat picture vegan of as the well. cat. You've yeah, seen. That, that is one from a while ago. Uh, vegan protesters did try and graffiti uh, our local area for a bit. But uh, usually they're lost, co- uh, lost cat or lost not lost cots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not many people would misplace a cot, but um, yeah, so it's lost cat or lost dog usually, and, the yeah. user, and there's a phone number, and it's like, if you've seen the dog, give them a call. Great public service that you can do if someone's lost their cat or dog. Yeah. What I saw on the way in, I was, it intrigued me a little. I saw a sign on a pole that said, lost snowboard. <laughs> lost snow? But lost s- snowboard. So not, you- now, this thing, I thought it should have said, stolen snowboard. How do you lose something that's as tall as you? I want to call the guy and just be like, mate, check your garage. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Well, uh, yeah, it should be stolen snowboard because, like, I mean, there's no snow around here, so it's not like he was using it and then it it, it rolled down the hill. No. He was like, oh, I've lost it. That's the thing. I live nowhere near the snow. Yeah. Like, I probably four-hour drive, three-hour drive. I don't know. I've never been to the... I've been to the snow once, and I don't remember getting there. Right. Well... (laughs) That's not important to the story, but I'm just saying it's nowhere near snow. So we've actually, uh, I did, we decided to call the number. Yeah. Uh, Joe, this is your sign. G'day, mate. How's it going? Yeah, very well. Um, so is this your sign that you've put up in, in the neighborhood of Diamond uh, Creek? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And how long, how long <laughs> you ago? You sound more like a surfer, mate, than a snowboarder. <laughs> how long ago did you uh, lose your snowboard, Joe? Um, so I lost it last, uh, not last Sunday, the Sunday before. And how did you lose it, do you reckon? Um, well, I was heading up to the snow. It was like a Sunday morning about 5 o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we chucked the boards in the back of the car. and uh, In the back of the ute. We left the tailgate down when we drove off. So Oh. I was, so you, uh, it could be anywhere around. Yeah, pretty much around the house. So I just thought. That wait, the, wait. The, so you didn't realize until you got to the snow? 
Nah, well, we stopped at a mate's place up in Whittlesey. And, um, so it could be anywhere between place. Diamond Creek and Whittlesey. <laughs> That's about 20 kilometres, man. Yeah. <laughs> How, well, so, you must have put up heaps of signs then. How many signs have you put up? Well, I, was, I don't know. I just put the one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So there's only one sign. Oh, there's two at the one set of lights. So the thing was... I just did you, like, did you, pass- you are lucky that someone happened to drive past your sign that it happens to have a radio <laughs> show. Yeah, I don't know. Did <laughs> you drive past those set of lights? With yeah, the surf- well, so, that was, so the thing is, I put it in the back of the ute, on its, like, just on its own. Like with, it wasn't in a bag or anything. Yeah. So I assume that like, the first set of lights, it would have fallen out like when I took off. The, it, was it was on a hill. So the, yeah, the traffic so- lights are like, if you accelerated yeah. up a hill... The f- the snowboard would fall out the back. But Hold here's on. the thing, yeah, mate. Yeah. If if you went back to that place and it wasn't there, I mean, it's not there. So put a sign well, somewhere else, right? I hope someone might have picked it up. Oh, yes, okay. he, he's hoping. I, I did drive around for about three hours looking for it. Well, <laughs> I live a, like really close to that set of traffic lights, so oh, I haven't okay. seen a snowboard uh, yet. Oh. But I'll keep a lookout <laughs> for you, Joe. Uh, Lewis, hey guys, if um, anyone's seen a snowboard yeah. in 131060, give us a call around Diamond if City. If you've been snowboarding around Diamond Creek, uh, <laughs> then or Eltham area yeah. in, in Melbourne, uh, Victoria, let us know, 131060, if you can help. Describe the snowboard, Joe, because I don't think your sign's going to help. I feel like this could be a better platform to get the snowboard back. Um, well, it's GNU, it's G-N-U. Ah, yes. Is that course. the brand? Yeah, that's the brand. And what colour is it? Um, oh, it's like a mixture of colours. It looks like almost like mountains and stuff on it. It's like so orange. it looks like the terrain of Diamond Creek. Hmm. Yeah, but it's like a cartoon sort of ah, thing. And is it like snowboard. is it friendly with strangers? Like if you call oh, its yeah, name, it would it come up to you? What name does it respond to? Gnu. Have you been listening? Right. <laughs> so people kind of go Gnu, Gnu. Will it come out? Yeah. Have you got a collar on it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, man. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll find your snowboard and we'll let you know if we find it. Uh, hopefully, uh, it's friendly towards strangers. So yeah, thirteen ten sixty. If you've seen a snowboard, we'll get back to you, Joe. But uh, maybe put up a few more signs. I wouldn't rely solely yeah. on this to find it. Um, yeah, but good luck to you, and I hope to find. <laughs> good luck with GNU, mate. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Luke, uh, I have a mystery going on at my warehouse. That needs to be solved, and I'm bringing it to the team here to hey, theorize. I've just put on uh, my... Uh, what are, what are detectives wear? I've come to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my magnifying glass and creepy cloak. Okay, Ready good. to Detective or sex offender. I don't really know which one you are <laughs> at the moment, but we'll find out. Um, now, I there's a mystery going on in my warehouse, and... Uh, What's happened, Luke, as you know, uh, merchandise gets sent out from my, from my warehouse and what I do is I pack all of the DVDs and t-shirts that we sell, uh, we put it in a tub and then we take the tub to the delivery zone so the delivery driver can pick up the tub, take all of the things out of the tub yep. and then put it in his van and then leave the empty tubs for me to pick up the next day. Yes. Now, what's happened, Luke, is uh, I filled up the tubs, I put them in the delivery zone and then I wasn't there the next day. I thought the delivery driver was just going to come, leave my empty tubs. Mm, I came back. So you've left an unattended tub. That's your first mistake. I know. Just writing that down now. I know. Thanks, mate, detective. Um, so <laughs> what's happened is um, I... Hang on. I'm just going to write it down. Mm. Unattended tub. Continue. Yep. So what happened after that is uh, I came back two days later. Yep. And uh, looked in the delivery zone. Here's where the mystery starts. 
No, the mystery's already started it. Unattended tub. Okay. If you look right. here on my notes. Yeah, okay, that is on your notes. Sorry, I should be keeping notes. Hang on, where's a pen? I don't have a pen. Forgive me if I forget. I got two pens, okay, mate. Cool. That's why Thanks, I'm the mate. detective. So, hang on, let me just write unattended tubs. Always come prepared to a case. Tubs. And then, so now, the what? second, so part one was unattended tubs. Yeah, I've already two. got that on my notes. Well, part two, part two of the mystery. I come back yep. three days later. No tubs. Mm, all right. No tubs. Yeah, no tubs. And I'll write pa- probably due to the left unattended. <laughs> no, see, that's what I thought. I thought, oh, no, everything that I left out has been stolen and the delivery driver has picked up nothing because if he picked it up, he would, he would have left the tubs there. I helped you bring the tubs out the other night uh, mm. to the delivery You're zone. Suspect. And I am jotting that down. Yeah, I'll jot that down too. <laughs> Luke. All right. Bound. Me equals suspect. Mm. Um, the problem is I actually did bring it up to you. I said, Lewis are you not worried about someone stealing the tubs? And you go, no, 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 it's all locked in a thing. I'm not worried about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, who weird. would steal tubs full of t-shirts? Mm, maybe I did it to teach you a lesson. Mm, very true. I'll just drop that down. Yeah. Teach you a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is though, I checked with my online system that the, uh, the delivery driver came, picked up all of the items in the tub. Mm, I'm going to rule out me as a suspect. Yeah. So it's not you. There. So this means either... He, the delivery driver has taken my tubs, mm-hmm. but is he going to bring them back? Or has the warehouse owner seen the empty tubs and put them in his office for safekeeping? Uh, I think he's taken you. I think not the delivery driver. I think the warehouse owner has taken your tubs. Mm. Or you've misplaced your tubs. No. Maybe you need to put up a sign in your area. I'll Lost tubs. Down. I'll write that down in another found, zone. please just, call. Just a tip for me to write down stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but here's the thing. I checked with the warehouse owner and he hasn't put them so in his office. So there's two suspects. Yeah. Well, now there's only one because I checked with the warehouse owner. I think owner. we've all been in contact with the tubs. Mike, you were at Lewis's warehouse during the week. You have been in contact with these tubs. Is that correct? Yes or no? I have been in Ooh. contact with the tubs. Yes. Radio, Radio Mike equals Radio Mike. suspect. suspect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where were you at the time of the disappearance of the tubs? Well, when was it? Uh, it was actually, you were in an escape room. I remember that. Oh, was it just rule, night? Just ruling my All right, out. strong alibi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the receipt? But how quickly did you escape that room? I'm not sure. Maybe like an hour? Are you sure he wasn't in prison from a prior crime and just mm. caught in an escape room and That's now true. he's actually on the run? I'm putting Radio Mike as suspect number one. <laughs> I haven't touched the tubs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what a tub thief would say. Uh, do you have a way to find out? Uh, well, yes, because uh, I had to leave out my 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 last tub because I have three. Do you ever he see the two. delivery man or the warehouse owner? Yeah, well, I who see do you them see both. More? I've seen the warehouse owner. It's not him. I see the delivery driver every now and then. I don't know him personally. So I think that he's taken my tubs. But that doesn't make sense because then his van, he'll have a van full of empty tubs for a whole week. He can't do any deliveries. Bad exactly. for business. I'll write that down. <laughs> Guys, what I'm going to do is uh, I've got a delivery coming in the next couple of days. Yeah. I'll let you know if my tubs reappear. If they don't, there's no answer to the mystery. Great. I'll just have to buy more and it tubs. Just, just becomes a cold case. <laughs> yeah. I'll write that down. Probably not going to be solved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the box. Lewis, uh, when we're planning this show, uh, I would say a wide range of ideas get thrown <laughs> Do we thrown plan out. the show? We do. You often dismiss it. Uh, oh, so really? the rest of us usually come in and plan the show. <laughs> uh, sorry, weren't you wearing rollerblades today? Yeah, actually I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was, you know, speeding around, getting a lot of things done yeah, on my So page. we don't plan the show, but sometimes when we try to plan but, it, But, you know, when happens? we're coming up ideas for the show, mm. I would say lots of stuff gets thrown at the whiteboard, which we have, and yeah. maybe 20% of it will make it on yeah. air because you know lots of things just maybe aren't, aren't aren't good enough for on air 
Now, there's been an idea of mine that I've had floating around for months now that I haven't told you about. Yes, I've, I've heard of this idea existing. I've yes. no idea what it is. I just kept being told to leave the room so you can discuss it. And I come back in. We're like, what are we doing, guys? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Yes. and obviously, it's not good enough. It's been months now. And no, it's great. It's the, okay. the problem is, though, we haven't been doing it because we've been waiting for the right time. Okay. Now, this isn't the time. But I am going to tell you the idea. So we're not going to do this. The time span that this idea could happen is now over the next 10 years, depending on how long our radio careers are. So, but I'm going to tell you the idea. And it might happen within the next decade. I, will, I can promise that it will happen within the next decade. <laughs> do, I, do I need 10 years to get ready? Or? No, no, no. So I've been floating it by James, our producer. Yeah. Mike, I've floated it by my girlfriend, some yeah. of my mates, uh, and everyone has gone Dude, this is incredible. You need to, like, hilarious. Right. Well, what is it? Okay. So, the idea was that I we come on air one day, and mm-hmm. we're not doing it now, so I just want to clarify, but we come on air one day, <laughs> okay. and we're, you think we're talking about something completely different, right? You okay. think we're having a great chat about something. Sounds like you're just ruining the surprise. No, no, no. <laughs> so, you're going to be having a chat on air about something. You don't know what's coming. And okay. then... I'll, I'll try be, and forget that you've told yeah. me this. And then I walk over, yeah. and I kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> I don't know. See, if I can't sound too excited very about funny, it. Very funny, though. Might ruin the dynamic because, because, we have going on. But, but very funny because you don't, you don't see it coming. Yeah. It's completely out of the blue. And like that's right. how the idea was going right. to get out. No, no, the idea, <laughs> Lewis is coming over towards me. The idea was that mm. you've completely blindsided by my kiss and then it throws the whole break. And it was just like, how does Lewis react? To a, right. to a bit a, of a kiss. A surprise mate's kiss. <laughs> a surprise mate kiss. So, well, are you telling me this now just because you need my consent within the next decade? <laughs> Maybe. I, <laughs> no, no, no. I consent. Yeah, no, but yeah. I'm telling you this now because what? now for the next 10 years, you're going to be constantly on edge, not knowing when the kiss is coming. <laughs> it could come tomorrow. It could come in 10 minutes. It could come in 10 years. <laughs> but now, till whenever that day is, you'll yeah. come in a little bit tense, a hey, James, just our producer. Day. Can you turn your mic on, man? James, are you yeah, there? hello. Can you just um, get the number for HR for me, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Already checked. <laughs> HR is in Sydney. So, <laughs> uh, it's just us. And I'm going to say that, yeah, watch out, man. It's going to come. <laughs> and when the day it comes, be ready, man. Okay. Hey, man, I'm always ready. All right. I'm going to start wearing lip balm. He's nervous. Oh, <laughs> ma- make it strawberry. I, can, I, can I put in a request? No, you can't. <laughs> all right. That's enough. It's Luke Lewis on the Fox. <laughs> Joined by a very special guest, Andy Lee. Welcome to the show, mate. Lovely Thanks for coming in. to be here, guys. I'm a big fan. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'd love to return the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a, we're, it's a pleasure to have you here. Now, you've been doing a big press tour this week mm. for 50% uh, True Story mm-hmm. and 50% Your Hemorrhoids. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot about. It's a, I'm sorry look, to come out of the gates like that. that, is, but that's, that's I think I've out. heard more about your bum than your TV show, which yes. I would view as an achievement. Are you proud? <laughs> you know, I, it is disappointing because the show's meant to be the focus. Um, so, and well, I'm for sorry anyone... for just completely making it straight about your bum. <laughs> <laughs> but if... And for people tuning in, for hemorrhoid enthusiasts tuning in, um, bad news. That's our market. It turned well. That's what I'm worried about. Bad news oh. turned out to be an abscess. Oh, we just so lost if, if half you, our listeners. Exactly. So if you guys want me to leave, or yeah, <laughs> yeah that might be good. We were looking for a hemorrhoid man, <laughs> yeah. not an abscess guy. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so not a hemi inside. <laughs> which is not a hashtag. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was an abscess. 
Mm. Um, which is, I mean, I suppose equally as gross, but it's now easy for me to go, oh, how gross are hemorrhoids? Yeah, oh, that's they're true. so bad. Mike's yeah. had hemorrhoids, our button pusher. Oh, that's so terrible. But I know. All, I, all I had he was said an he, abscess. He said he had a hemi when he was 18. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. I've actually heard Mike's story, yeah. uh, Radio Mike. Mike, are you allowed to put your mic on? You phone tell on? everyone. Sometimes Why yeah. do you tell so many people about your bum? <laughs> no, no, I was telling no, Andy. He confided in, in me yeah. because uh, I. He was um, a sympathizer. Yeah, he was like, hey, man. And now he must have been so embarrassed that he revealed that. Turns out you didn't even have hemorrhoids. Exactly. And now you're just, you're <laughs> Hemi boy. Uh, hemi, Hemi boy. <laughs> well, the thing was with Mike's is it, it, it confronted him at a really tough time. Mm. It was a day before his 18th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and the party. None of my friends know this, so I hope they're not listening. Exactly. But... They'll so be listening, like, mate. I'm, you know, I'm obviously in my late 30s. Yeah. So I should say mid 30s. I mean, I'm in my mid 30s. Um, so, uh, it's, I'm at a point where you go, okay, your body's about to fall apart anyway. You can talk about these things. But for Mike, yeah, 17 year old, now you've got to keep that secret for a long, long well, time. Well, he hasn't yeah. been because he's been telling everyone well, around the <laughs> office, obviously. It's declassified now, though. You're past the tease barrier. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's no true. longer at school. That's true. Yeah, where he was on a half scholarship for singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, with True Story, what's mm. this week's episode about? It's, a, it's actually. It's, the next two eps are my favourite two eps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying is that, that strategic? As, 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 as a, a strategic mid-season spike. No, the, the, this next week is about an overprotective dad. Stephen, on Tuesday night, if you've ever been worried about your girlfriend's dad, yeah. compare him to this guy. Because, <laughs> I, I definitely uh, have to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this guy is the scariest and most yeah. overprotective dad. It becomes life-threatening. For Stephen, and uh, yeah, it's worth a watch. Oh, that's that's going to make and me feel a lot better. how many years on is the story? Um, it is. Is this is this a story thirty years later? Right, he's so it's told, stuck right. with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In in a big way. And um, are they still together or no? They are not still together. But he's re- he remembers her dad. He, he remembers her dad. He remembers her fondly. But what happened mm. with a run in with the dad? They um they the the other thing I should say is they live next door. To, his girlfriend lived next door to a maximum security prison. Mm. So, the idea of sneaking her out, like, so he was big on, uh, obviously, on site protection anyway, security for the of house. Course. Because yeah. of the fact that the prison was next door. Yeah. So, the idea of sneaking her out or trying to sneak into the house, as you do when you've got teenage love. Yeah. That's a difficult conquest. Hey, that's true. We've all been there. Because you've got free security just That's such door. a bummer I said that. My <laughs> girlfriend's parents listened to the show. <laughs> Regret that. But anyway, Lisa, uh, Kelvin, what up? Uh, <laughs> Now, after after the break, Andy. Mm. Um, so obviously, it's you, you, you do you do the show with Hamish, mm-hmm. uh, but he wasn't able to come in today. No. So what we've done is we have organised uh, Hamish to on the phone. Oh, great! Yeah. So uh, we're going to give him a call, Fantastic. and after this, we're going to talk with both of you. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that soon. Can't after wait. this, it's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We're still joined by Andy Lee. Yes. Thanks for staying with us. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I loved it. And uh, also, we have got a Hamish up in the line because we want to speak to Hamish and Andy. Yes. Hamish Blake uh, is overseas at the moment in New York, but mm. we thought that shouldn't stop us. Let's get our Hamish on the show. <laughs> okay. And um, hopefully, you guys yeah, will have the same chemistry. That you had uh, Hamish and uh, getting it Hamish up. I was like, mm. gee, it's very early in the morning in New York. He yeah. must really love the show. Yeah. <laughs> he likes it still. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> but not that much. He's just not getting up. So, who have you got? But, well, we put it out on our Instagram story uh, earlier in the week to say, hey, is there a Hamish uh, <laughs> like just around who can chat to us on the show? Just anyone called Hamish. About okay. three Hamishes hit us up and I guess this is one of them. Hamish, welcome to the show. Ah, uh, Hamish, nice to speak to you. Oh, 
The, we, we this don't, this Hamish we don't, we isn't don't very quite, good at talking. We don't quite have the chemistry <laughs> yeah, that we <laughs> I do with the other guy. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't tell this Hamish that we would have the Andy. We just oh, told right. him I'm not and sure Andy. what he was told, but um, <laughs> Hamish and Andy, it's great to have you both on the show. Um, it's the first time we've had Hamish and Andy on the show. Hamish, we've only Hamish had Blake one has been on the show Thanks before. Yes, yes, Ham. <laughs> the old don't call him his already. Very familiar. I like it. Um, so we thought we want to ask you guys just yeah. some questions, right. and I'm sure, I mean, because you're both huge parts of the Hamish Nanny Enterprise, you're yeah. both going to have the answers. Oh, no problem. Um, yep, what? How do you best? <laughs> how do you best work uh, with Andy Hamish? I mean, he is a bit of a struggle. I mean, oh, just when he gets to work, he's oh. I don't know. He just gets on my nerves so fast. And it's just yeah, but what specifically? It's so far you've just started three sentences, Hame, and then you you didn't quite get to the end of it. What specifically <laughs> at Ando, work? Ando, yes. Stop firing back. My turn to talk. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Just get a haircut, mate. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't realise there was so much tension between you guys behind the scenes. Can we even? Very, can we put this out? No, we no, are no, live, so Haim, we are live. But yeah, I mean, that is one thing between Hamish and myself. He hates my locks. He doesn't mm. like the length of it. And uh, yeah, no, that's fair play, mate. How's Sunny, by the way? Mate, better than you. <laughs> I don't think he knows who Sunny is. <laughs> that seemed like a low blow, Ham. Are you okay, bud? I mean, oh, if I was a, if I was in a room with, I don't know, oh, Hitler and Bin Laden, and I had <laughs> two bullets, I would shoot Ando twice. But but I wasn't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have another crack at it? Dude, and, and why is Hamish so aggressive? Right, we've, right. caught, we've caught Hamish on a bad day. Start that joke. All right. right. No. No, we, no, you had your shot at it. I think, I think that right. might have been it. What? Okay. Right, Ando, you, you, take a joke, Ando. Come on, you, you have a crack. Yeah. What was your favourite part about filming the show? Either of you answer. Um, oh, well, Ando, I've had enough talking. Yeah, you want me to I agree. <laughs> um, look, the, my favourite part is getting to hang out with Hame. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like it's a lie. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> well, hey, you can't disagree with my favourite part. <laughs> That's my opinion. Um, anyway, yeah, as you can see, fun to work with. Yeah. Um, always got my back. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> and, you know, just bigs you up, you know, like yeah. you feel very confident going mm. into a creative and performing space yeah. when you've got someone like Haim mm. by your side. And, and Haim, tell everybody what we do just before we walk out. Walk out, Ando. Whereabouts are we walking out? Uh, just on set of the show. I mean, we all... Oh, we Not outside the bar to fight. Kick-ons and everything. Pardon? Do some kick-ons, mate. Yes, and I know exactly what that is, and I agree with him. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Hamish. We appreciate it. I, let, you get, let, you get, let you get back to your holiday. Mate, I'd love to come back on your show without Ando if that's a chance. Hey, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's Luke Lewis on the Fox. Make sure you catch True Story, 8.40 p.m. Tuesday on Channel 9. Nice stuff, guys. Luke, uh, we have a mystery at the office. The office building has a vendetta against all of the employees who wear Nikes, seemingly. Because yes. Every time you and me are in the office and we're wearing Nikes and we walk around on the carpet, if we touch one of the metal doors... We get a static shock, and it happens every yeah. single day, multiple times a day. But it doesn't happen when I'm wearing shoes that aren't Nike. Yeah, the, at first we just thought the building was attacking us and attacking everyone mm. until we did a bit of research. And uh, we have spoken to a friend of ours who has been working at the office for about 10 years now. Yeah. And he's narrowed it down to, he suggests that, that maybe, nah, I think it's Nikes because he goes, sometimes I wear my Adidas, my Asics. 
any mm. other shoe brand, he doesn't get zapped. And we want to know, like, like, firstly, how is that happening? Like, yeah. why Nike? What are Nike putting in their shoes well, I've been that also... creates static electricity more than other brands? And also, it only happens Because their shoes are complete fire. No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, electricity. You gave it a go. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it only happens in this building as well. Because I wear, I wear Nikes all the time. Yeah. And uh, it only, I only ever get shocked here. That's so true. So it must be, a con- not only is it the Nikes, what are the Nikes made of? What are the doors made of? Sometimes I get zapped by the elevator button. Yeah. I'll like scan my pass and they go beep and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I know. I don't want to leave the office if I've been walking around Sometimes in Nikes, I get paranoid I about coming to work because I know that I have to go through four electric doors to get in the building and I'm going to get zapped by all of them. I know. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not actually the shoes. Maybe it's just all of the higher ups installing sometimes if I've been like here. Sometimes I'll like run in because I'm in a rush and I'm often late and which creates a lot of electricity. It feels yeah. like a cattle prod when I open the door. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's so no good. We were talking for the show about like, you know, like what, you know, zaps and stuff. And then mm. I thought, I wonder if a zap has ever been broadcasted on radio. We've all been yeah. zapped, like a static electricity zap before. Uh, sometimes it'll happen mainly on metal, actually only on metal. But the thing is, Luke, I realized something about the static zaps that you feel and hear. I've only ever heard a zap that's been my zap that I've felt. Have you ever heard someone else's zap? Or no, maybe I've, are you I've seen only... you go, ow. So maybe it's an internal zap. Yeah. So maybe I think... it sends an electric current to your ears that goes, ooh, zap. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never, I've never heard your zap. I've never heard one of Mike's zaps. So we need to find out, can you actually record a zap? Yeah. Can we? So up next, oh, wait, so let's go out in the song to the door at the foyer. Yeah. And we'll try and broadcast the first ever zap. On radio. This is radio history. I mean, we haven't checked to see if it's been done. We assume no one else would want to broadcast a radio zap. But hey, you're listening to the wrong show if you didn't want to hear that. All right? We're the doing it after this. The very first static electricity zap may be broadcasted next. Potentially coming Because we you. still think it may be an internal zap that but you can only hear yourself. Either way, you'll have the answer. Either way, you guys will be like, ooh, zap. <laughs> Science coming up on Luke and Lewis. Uh, we did some science during that song, didn't we, we Luke? We did. Yes, uh, I decided to, if I could finish a Mentos by the time we got back to air. And uh, report, failed, still chewing. Yeah, well, that's Very cool. So that was the first experiment that we did. But the second experiment... I just experiment... got way back in the studio, like, we're on in 10 seconds, and I just put a Mentos in my mouth. And, um, <laughs> yeah, great. Well, I'm I'm glad that you got that experiment out of the way, just one you decided to do yourself. Yeah, man, uh, I'm always taking on science. (laughs) The other experiment that uh, me and Dr. Luke decided to do (laughs) uh, was uh, we have been getting static shocks from the building the entire time we've working here, but we only get them in Nike shoes. Whenever we wear Nikes, we get zapped by the elevator door, uh, sorry, the elevator button, the doorways. Yep. Pretty much the same spots every day, and yeah. I almost can predict when a zap's coming. Mm. So, but we realized, man, how how do we get people to understand and what we, we go through every it? single day, and how do we prove that we get zapped? So we thought we set ourselves a challenge before the break: can we broadcast the first ever static zap on yes. radio? And before we uh, tried to get the zap, obviously we had to build up some static electricity. So we started rubbing our feet on the floor. We were walking around the office trying to build it up, and yep. this is what happened. 
Alright, so we are in the foyer, scuffing our feet on the floor to build up some static electricity. We've got a wide range of shoes here. Uh, James, our producer, and Luke are wearing Nikes. I'm wearing uh, boots. So two very wide range. We have two types of shoe between three of us. And I'll go in for the first zap, boys. Wish me luck. Okay, good luck, mate. I'll take the recording instrument with me. I'm touching the door in three, two... No zap. No zap at all. <laughs> no zap at all. Okay, it's my turn. I think I usually get a better zap from the other side. Okay. I'm touching the elevator button in three, two, no zap. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, we may have gone on radio then, promised a live zap and... Uh, Producer James, could you please touch the door? Alright, touching the door in three... Oh, let's let the elevator. Alright. Three, two... No zap. <laughs> right. Well, the experiment is inconclusive. Thirteen ten sixty. How do you get a zap? <laughs> now, at this stage, we were being a bit pessimistic. Maybe, maybe we can't force a zap. Yeah. Uh, you guys, everyone else went back to the studio. Everyone else. Uh, bailed on the idea and the experiment and you said inconclusive and you walked back and just sat there on your phone. Hey, it took me 30 seconds. That's enough experimenting but for the day. mate, I am a scientist, as you can tell, yep. and I stayed there for about another, about another minute and... <laughs> Dr. Mentos. Guess what happened when you were gone? I got a zap. Did you? It wasn't a big zap. Not it a was, big zap. It didn't even hurt, really. So, yeah, because sometimes little... there's small zaps, sometimes there's big zaps. Yeah. So, we were after a big one. But can you even hear it if it's small? We've boosted the audio quite a lot, and <laughs> this is the audio. So, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. We did promise Completely it. Completely unedited, other than boosting the volume. Yes. Well, cause otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear it through your car speakers or whatever. Yeah. So, here is the first ever live broadcasted static oh. zap. Even hear it. <laughs> Was that? Wait, wait, wait. Can, Mike, can you play it again? Play it again? I've got an isolated version of oh, it. Oh, okay. that would have been great the first time. Here we go. It's that little. <laughs> okay, it is there. Oh, yeah. All right. I've got it in slow mo if you want. Oh, that yeah, as well. play yeah. it in slow mo. That was it. <laughs> Did you hear it? Play it again in slow mo. Play it again in slow mo. That's a Whoa. zap, ladies and gentlemen. You can even hear the buzz. It sounds like a thunderstorm. Mate, I was... Yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't sound like a thunderstorm. <laughs> Ooh, it started raining in here. So, not inconclusive, conclusive. Hey, you I'm not guys sure what the experiment was, but we nailed it. Uh, I think originally the experiment was, can we do a zap? And then it was, can we hear a zap? And, and then uh, I gave up. And But hey, guys, you're welcome for the science. Hey, we did it. And, um, you know... Don't ever, don't ever let anyone tell you you can't broadcast a zap on radio because we did it. <laughs> Luca Lewis on the fog. Lewis, I've been watching The Bachelor this year. Oh, uh, it's great. my favourite TV chat. show. Hey, I think you're going to like this Bachelor chat. Okay. Um, right. You do say that every week. <laughs> I do, and every week I'm proven wrong, but yeah. this week is the one. Okay. No, you might like it, you might not. I'm not sure if I even like it yet, to be okay. honest. Uh, obviously, The Bachelor this year is Nick Cummins, mm -hmm. the honey badger. Is he? Uh, he's a famous Wallabies uh, rugby player. Yeah. And um, I'll take you word he's, for it. He's, I would say he's my second favorite Bachelor so far. Still okay. doesn't beat the original Tim Robards from mm -hmm. season one, but a uh, strong contender for second. Right. Almost up to Sam Wood level stats. So that's a little fact, fun fact for you, uh, hey man, Bachelor fans out there. Can you just tell there. me what this is about? Hey, man, I'll get to it once I go through my top four Bachelors of all time. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next, we have Matty J, followed by Richie, and then, of course, Blake the Flake coming in that hard was way last. more than four. Ah, there's been no, the fourth season, I think, this one. So, um, okay, right. What was it? Fifth. Hey, not sure. Lewis, the point, of, the point, of, the point isn't that. All right, move on, man. Stop staying on it. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Lewis, Nick Cummins came out on the show, and this was messaged to me by heaps of listeners of our show. They said, yep. did you hear what Nick Cummins said? And I hadn't watched the episode at this point. Mm-hmm. I watched the episode, and I was shocked. This is... Uh, we'll listen out to what Nick says at the end of this. He shocked me with a reference to a particular biscuit that we despise on this show. M, probably the most innocent and graceful of the women. She shoots him right in the left nut. It's gone off the grass. Left nut biscuit. Right on the Jats cracker. Fold me over. So uh, it was, wasn't a good start for me. Right in the Jats cracker. Mm-hmm. Now he referenced See, I always Jats. thought that Jats tasted like something strange. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is what I want to discuss with you. A few people are concerned listeners of the show. Obviously, now to recap for people who are new, uh, there is a long-going feud on our show. Mm. We've divided a nation, but with Savoys and Jats. Yes. Now, Jats are the hated enemy. We are official Savoy boys. They're the official Bicky of the show. Yes. We've even been sent 100 boxes of Savoys by Arnott's themselves. Yes, and we thank Renee, their PR representative, every day as we chow through that. Um, yeah. Now, uh Obviously, Savoy's are only sold in Victoria and Tasmania, we found out. Jats are everywhere else around Australia. It's divided a nation, and a few concerned listeners of the show uh, sent me this or bit of audio and said, mm. hey, Luke, is Nick Cummins a Jats rat? Should we boycott The Bachelor now? And I thought, hey, well. great call, great precaution. I love your attitude. But I also want to discuss with you, Lewis, I didn't want to just call a boycott mm. on The Bachelor. I think it's actually an anti-Jats statement. He said right in the Jats cracker and he likened it to a testicle. And I yeah. think that's an appropriate way to it. I think it is a negative way to describe it. I think it's a ball sack of a biggie. Potentially, the real issue here isn't whether or not Nick Cummins is a Savoy boy or a Jats rat. I think the real issue here <laughs> is that Nick Cummins needs a left nut transplant. Yeah. We've yeah. got to get a Savoy in there. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Lewis on the Fox. Luca Lewis on the Fox. Luca, we've got some breaking news about a story we covered earlier in the show. It's massive news. Yes, uh, we've been following the story of the missing snowboard Gnu. Mm. Uh, where earlier in the show, um, I found a sign near my house on a pole that said, Lost snowboard, if found, please call this number. Yep. We didn't find the snowboard. Uh, but I thought, hey, we have a platform here on radio. Maybe we could help Joe this guy out. Yeah. So we called Joe er- earlier in the show just to get him to describe the snowboard. But we found out that, because uh, you don't live in the snow. No, so no, no. Be, we live nowhere near the snow. It'd be wild to find a snowboard yes. in your area. We found, so he only put up one sign, though. Yeah, we found out. Yeah, there was only one strategically placed sign in my area, which I yeah. happened to see. He was lucky. Normally you'd put up like 40 signs, yeah, but he just was, one. He was lucky. We found out that the snowboard... Uh, goes by GNU. That's mm-hmm. the brand of the snowboard. Uh, it's mountain range coloured, yeah, which is a little camouflage. confusing, uh, depending on what uh, region you're in <laughs> of the world. There's different shades of mountain range. Mm. You know, he didn't state if it was a desert mountain range, Himalayan. <laughs> I don't no think idea. Be, I mean, desert would be good because then it would stand out from the snow. It would. But uh, that's all the information we have now. We're being told Joe's back on the line. We have an update. Joe, what's happened? G'day, boys. Yeah, how's it going? Joe, the line's a bit bad. Where are you at the moment? I'm actually driving back from the snow. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happened? So I've actually got a call back. Oh, really? Um, from the one poster? Oh, I'm assuming either that or from you boys helping me out. I'm not really sure. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and did um, they have your board? 
Yeah, so they found the new board. Um, they reckon it was just on the road between my house and this set of lights. Really? So, uh, oh, so yeah. pretty much exactly what you thought it would be. Pretty much. So you, you really did just need one. So it was poster. really, it was a really strategically placed sign where you it just so so it was on that road. Well, yeah, he said he just picked it up. He nearly drove over it and um, just sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah, about five thirty in the morning. Oh, that's incredible. Well, then yeah. obviously Gnu's friendly with strangers. He didn't bite or anything. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, nah, apparently not. Nah. Well, and, that's great news. Have you just? <laughs> And and now you're gonna go home. So obviously you went up to the snow. Are you gonna? Are you probably miss Gnu while you were there. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it must have been. But uh, it's always great to, uh, when um, a pet snowboard finds its family. And um, <laughs> hey, I'm really really happy. happy to, for you, I, man. I would claim it. The, I claim that we're happy to help. But I really think it was just your strategic post. Well, it wasn't us because think, oh, we didn't give out your phone number know. on air, and oh, we had no true. luck. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you like, we could put your phone number out on air, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But let us know if you actually know what? Don't let us know, mate. I drive past that set of traffic lights every single day. So if you ever lose anything else, your car keys, wallet, just chuck it on the sign, man, and I'll help you out. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. Thanks for joining us, Joe. We have a bit of an issue with our producer, Luke. Uh, what's happened last time we did a show is uh, our uh, producer, James, he's very concerned with us being efficient. He always wants us to work hard for some reason. He loves productivity. Mm. And uh, one thing that he thought that was ruining productivity a couple of weeks ago was when uh, Ebony, who uh, also helps produce our show, she came in with a new uh, new hair style. She went from she brown dyed to dead. blonde. It was quite like, yeah, she dyed her hair from brunette to blonde, which we would say is quite a dramatic change. Most Massive people change. would argue that is worth commenting on. Yes, and, and that's exactly what we did. As we soon all, as Ebony walked in, we said, oh, blonde hair, awesome. We I all, said it, you all said commented it. on it, except James, and we asked him on the show why he didn't comment on it, and this is what he said. It's just such a waste of valuable time to be talking about other people's appearances. I knew you would come in with some weird management reason as for why you hadn't said I said that when you were out of the studio. It's like, mate, have you ever thought of just pushing productivity aside and being a nice person? Yeah, what's the end result? You get nothing out of that. So James is a fun guy. Yeah. As you can tell from that audio. He always pushes things aside for productivity that are just weird. He always excludes yep. things. But but here's the thing, Luke. The tables have turned because today, James, our producer, has walked in and he has a new hairstyle. He does. And all of us have decided and worked together not to <laughs> comment on it. We united when he left the room and said, no one comment on the new hairstyle. So we're going to get our producer in. He hasn't heard any of this. He's coming in and now. We're he doesn't see know what, he what we're talking about. Come on in, James. Welcome to the show. Um, um, this is the second time this has happened in a month. Yes. Uh, now, James, blessed. I have a question for you. Yep. Have you noticed today that uh, we've been much more productive? I, I honestly, I have, and I was going to bring it. <laughs> oh, I was going to. This is interesting. I was going to bring this up in the show meeting today. Um, mm. uh, after the show, you've been a little bit more distracted than normal, and you have been bouncing off the walls a bit. Yeah, but you've put out a really. No, good I've been blading off the walls. Yeah, I've, been well, ro- I've been on rollerblading on the floor for a large period of the show. If you didn't tune into the first hour, I was rollerblading. Yeah, I thought it was a it was a productive show. You got some stuff done. I was proud okay. of that. But well, yeah, in, particularly in the show planning, you thought productivity more efficient. I, okay, this was surprising. Normally, to plan mm. the show, it takes about an hour and a half. Yes. Today, it only took around about thirty minutes, which okay. was stunning. I think I know why, James. Uh, you've walked in today with a new haircut, <laughs> and. <laughs> We chose not to mention it for productivity. Because as we all know, it's a waste of time. I mean, you said it yourself, mate, didn't you? 
It's just such a waste of valuable time to be talking about other people's it. appearances. I knew you would come in with some weird management See? reason as to why you hadn't said it. So there you go. But You're welcome. But it, the proof's in the pudding. It was a very productive show. So, wait, so you're no, happy no, about no, this then? No, no, it isn't, mate, because we could be talking about something much better on air right now and we're wasting time talking about your hair again. So we could have done this before the show and proven that maybe it would have been more efficient were you disappointed when we didn't mention your haircut? No, because now it's on air. <laughs> hey, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, come on. Like, this is probably the best haircut I've had all year. It looks good. Thank you. But I didn't want to say anything because, again, it, been a waste it decreases of time. productivity and efficiency. And I wouldn't want that. So can you're we, welcome, mate. Can we just leave it at that? Like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. All oh, right, yeah. Anything he loves this. Will be a waste he of loves time. this attention to his hair. Where'd you get the haircut? Uh, Urban Man Richmond. Um, <laughs> all right, I didn't say plug them. All right, don't read out their phone number. Darcy was the man who was uh, looking after me. All right, that's me. enough. I'm going to a song. I'm wasting time. Now Stuck he's going to get free haircuts. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Let's it's the end of the show. Oh. All right. All right. Hey, see. See, we got distracted by your haircut. Hey, James was right all along. Hey, We've Lewis, been really distracted. Before we end the show... Mm. I want to tell you, I've got Zach. You always start a sentence right when we're about to end nah, the show. I'm going to finish it. Okay, quick. It's one sentence. Lewis, yep. I got a tap zap. A tap zap? Yeah, I got zapped by the tap. What? Yeah. I wasn't expecting it, so I wasn't recording, but I got a tap zap. But I, went, I went to fill my water bottle, metal tap, boom, zap. Well, someone's called in and said that it's not actually the shoes. It's actually thigh friction. That retains... Oh, so the Nikes just retain the zap. Yeah, but anyway, I told you you should have started anyway, this James, sentence. Anyway, James, your hair looks great. All right. Nice hair, James. Look at Lewis. Most efficient show on The Fox. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on 1019 The Fox.